Welcome to this week's episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast on spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. I'm Larry J. Morris III. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our work and the work of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship on our website, sdicompanions.org. Michelle Scheidt, Senior Program Officer at the Fetzer Institute, is leading an effort focused on field building and network development among spiritual innovators. She and her advisors are asking, how will we hold on to the rich teachings of our historic faith and wisdom traditions while applying them creatively in today's time? How will we reimagine roles and institutions as the spiritual and religious landscape dramatically shifts? Michelle will be presenting on their work at the SDI Engage 2022 conference and gives us a preview in this conversation with Executive Director Reverend Seifu Anil Singh Malares. It's not too late to sign up. Join us at the SDI Engage 2022 conference in person, Santa Fe, New Mexico, or virtually, May 11th through the 15th, 2022. Learn more at sdicompanions.org. Learn more about Fetzer's work at fetzer.org. Hi, Michelle. Uh, Welcome. And uh, we're so pleased to have you join the SDI conference in Santa Fe and represent Fetzer. And I wondered if you could begin by just telling us your name and, and just a little bit about you and what you do for Fetzer. Great to be with you. Thank you so much for the invitation. My name is Michelle Scheidt. I'm a senior program officer at the Fetzer Institute in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Our mission is helping build the spiritual foundation for a loving world. And I have the privilege of being a part of our program work and uh, working closely with the many partners that we support. Thank you, Michelle, and 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 welcome. Our, our community is, is very much looking forward to, to your keynote at the conference, uh, yours and Uvini's, as well as the workshop that you're going to be giving later that day. So I know that uh, one area that's a particular interest and, and a focal area for you is spiritual heritage. Tell us a little bit about what that means to you and what that means to Fetzer and how you're using that prism, that lens in your efforts. I'm really pleased to be able to have the opportunity to speak with the Spiritual Directors International community about this work, because I think it's something that's dear to their hearts and their experiences. We're talking about spiritual innovation. And what we mean by spiritual heritage is really about lineage and how we hold on to and pass on the lineage of our historic traditions in this time, a time when we know people are increasingly not actively participating in organized religion, yet still hungry, still seeking, still searching. And we know that the wealth of wisdom about spiritual seeking has been developed and passed on through our wisdom traditions, through our religious traditions. Um, Knowing that we don't want to lose the many centuries of 
progress and exploration and learning that has been done um, in a time when religion seems to have uh, less influence in our culture. So how do we hold on to those teachings? How do we pass them on in new and creative ways? We're seeing spiritual innovators, uh, both within the traditions and outside the traditions, uh, applying teachings, practices in all kinds of new and creative ways. No, thank you for that. I think I think that's that's really the challenge and the opportunity as well, which is how to, which is all true throughout the history of religions, right? Which is how do you introduce the next generation to a particular faith tradition and its tenets and the institutional um, holders of that. Um, of those teachings. And the challenge is particularly steep right now in a world that's increasingly moving towards spiritual independence of people who are not necessarily affiliated with a particular faith tradition. How do you stay relevant? How, um, you know, what are some of the examples of spiritual innovation that you can point to? Maybe you've seen some trends already, and I know you've been studying this for a long time, I'm sure. Um, so that's that's the first question, and then I have a follow-up. I think one of the things that we see as increasingly important in this area of spiritual innovation is that there's a real need for uh, development of the field, for connecting people, for weaving a network of spiritual innovators, because so many of the people who are doing this work are isolated or feel alone. If they are within a tradition, they may be on the edges of their tradition. Mm. Um, if they're uh, outside the traditions, they may be from other marginalized groups or in other ways disconnected and don't have a way to find others who are doing work similar to theirs. This has been one of the things that we found in the past few years with the conversations that we've been having and with a couple of convenings that we've had both virtually and in person before the pandemic, that innovators are hungry to meet each other. They expressed a sense of having found their people when they met other spiritual innovators. And it feels like this is one of the most important early findings within this work that we call spiritual heritage, that there's a real need for innovators to connect. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so, so let me let me ask a, a follow up, which is since you're coming to SDI, you know, uh, an organization of spiritual directors and spiritual companions, spiritual guides, and we go by many names, but people who are dedicated to companioning others as they emerge into their own awareness of call it God or the universe or the beyond or however they might choose to describe it, how do you think? this work might be of special relevance to those of us who are engaged in that practice of companioning others as they look to reveal to themselves, you know, I hate to use the word higher power, but God or the universe or, or deeper meaning. I, I think this work is particularly relevant to spiritual directors and spiritual companions because they already know about it very well. Spiritual companions are already hearing people articulate this experience. And I think part of 
what we're hoping to do in this field building and network weaving is to give some language to that, to help us have vocabulary to talk about this emerging phenomenon that spiritual companions are all familiar with because they see their people talking about their own spiritual seeking, their own search for depth and meaning and connection, and the ways people are doing that. One example I know about is called the Technology Sabbath. And uh, there's an interesting website for the Technology Sabbath. And I know several people who practice this uh, weekly setting aside of technology for a 24-hour period that's modeled on the Jewish practice of Shabbat. And I, th I see many people who are hungry for this type of practice to set aside technology, to connect with the human beings in their lives, to connect in person, to have silence, to have quiet, to, um, to have a weekly practice of disconnecting. And what I've heard people express there is a yearning for the practice of Shabbat, not for being Jewish, but for practicing something like this uh, on a regular weekly basis. And I think it's just one example of the types of rituals, practices, that may be grounded in the traditions, but being applied creatively in new ways today. What I'm finding as a Zen priest is that people are deeply interested in authenticity, even if they're not subscribing, you know, lock, stock and barrel to a particular faith tradition and all of its tenets. They are deeply hungry for spiritual authenticity. And I think that marks probably marks the way in terms of spiritual innovation and in terms of being able to reintroduce the core practices of various faith traditions that are really, that really speak to our common humanity and our common aspirations, spiritual aspirations. And so I wonder if you could talk a little bit about the, the search for spiritual authenticity um, in a world that where all of the the institutions, the, the faith institutions that house, that have been the repositories for that knowledge for, you know, in some cases, thousands of years are being so challenged with issues of corruption and power imbalances and, you know, leading, giving, giving people a lot of discomfort. How would you square those two? I think it's a, a really interesting question. I definitely um, agree with what you're hearing that people are wanting authenticity, their own authenticity, as well as the authenticity of what they're practicing. I think it's part of the, the search right now. Um, it's part of meaning. Um, it's part of depth and people are yearning for that. Um, at the same time as people are less connected to institutions than they have been in the past. You know, the old saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, um, for me has rung true in some of these conversations because uh, people recognize that there is a depth, there is an authenticity in practices, in symbols, narratives, rituals, these long-held sources of wisdom and depth um, that don't have anything to do with institutions necessarily, uh, but have traditionally been handed down 
in our institution. So it's a, it's a difficult interplay, I think, that you're raising. How do we hold on to that? How do we pass that on in a way that's uh, honoring, not appropriating the traditions, that's respecting the heritage, the lineage, the authenticity of the teachings and the practices, and making them meaningful and relevant in today's time, in the types of lives that people are leading today. Yeah, no, that's that's a big challenge, separating the, the baby from the bathwater, because there's a tendency, you know, as we're all humans, to just say, to throw both out, right? I mean, it's like, well, the water's contaminated, and, you know, it's it's just no good. I'm just going to step away from it. So it, it's, it's really... Again, the opportunity to invite faithfully, and I think I think probably the key is, and I I, I wanted your to ask you your comments about this. That the key these days, or one of the keys these days, seems to be to respect people's agency, right? And this is something that we as spiritual directors and spiritual companions struggle with all the time, even to the extremes of sometimes companioning people with whom we might disagree on certain theological tenets or faith-based tenets. And yet um, we perform, you know, we, we perform, we, we engage in our practice with them as faithfully as we can by respecting their agency. And I wonder if you have some thoughts around how you, how spiritual innovators can marry the agent, the respect for agency with the respect for tradition and how those two can come together. Another one of the tensions that you're lifting up here, I think it's an important recognition that we have to hold both. We hold the tradition with faithfulness and we hold the individual agency in the search. And um, even though they may not always meld, we can hold them both in tension. As I know many spiritual companions and spiritual directors do, as we all do in our own search, recognizing the truth of both and recognizing the creative tension there. I want to thank you and uh, all of you at, at Fetzer for supporting SDI's work and for being a major sponsor for this year's SDI conference. It's very meaningful to us and, and uh, people are, are very much looking forward to hearing from you and your colleagues who will be at the conference. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity to say anything that you might want to say to our community before we conclude here today. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to be together in person, to hear from people as we continue to explore this emerging field. These conversations are an important part of the work. And as this is a new emerging edge, we know we're all part of developing it together. So I look forward to the conversation. Thank you, Michelle. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. 
If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.